1: to the Real Estate Investing Morning
0: Show. Today is Monday, October 31st, 2022. The weather today will be a high of seven degrees in Edmonton. Happy Halloween.
1: (laughs) Happy Halloween, everybody. Is it Halloween? Thank you, Everly. Is
0: it Is it Halloween? Words. Yeah, you can't stay on the show if you don't talk. Not, See, not happening.
1: Yeah.
0: Hey, get out of here. Scram. Uh, good morning, everybody. We are broadcasting live as we do every morning, Monday through Friday at 6 a.m. Mountain Time on the Podbean app. Uh, come join us live and you can uh, join in on the chat. You can call in, ask any questions you want about real estate investing for free every morning, Monday through Friday. Free coaching. I mean, why not? Why not? I can't think of any reason not to, other <laughs> than to sleep in. What benefits do you get from sleeping in, though?
1: Very few. Uh,
0: who do we got joining us this morning?
1: Let me just get resituated here. Okay. Well, we have Kirsten. Good morning, Kirsten. Good morning, Don. Jeremy, Denise, Kyle. Ryan, Elray, Joshua, good morning, Amber. Elray, did I say Elray?
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> good morning. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, Cody, Matt, Joey. Ooh, okay,
0: okay, okay. I got there's a
1: lot. Kathleen, Tammy.
0: Yeah, there's a lot. Uh Sean hey Amanda, Mark. Oh. <laughs> Squeezing in the last couple of names. Yeah. That's fantastic. Thank you guys for joining us. Um, and thank you for waking up early. And thank you for taking it so seriously.
1: Spending your time with us.
0: no, don't, don't no, it. don't make it about <laughs> us. I mean just like taking, you know, this this whole real estate investing thing seriously. Waking up early um for your education, starting your day off right, surrounding yourself with the right people. I think it's fantastic. I love it. Absolutely love it. And, you know, guys, uh, the, those of you that are joining us live, why don't you tell us what you're working on this week or today? What's the big thing that's going on this week? Yes. Put it in the comments and we'll read them. <clears throat> and I, as
1: always, if you have questions, please bring them.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, upcoming events.
1: Well. We no. are going to be part of the Calvin Realty Flip Tour oh, 5.0. Oh, we do have upcoming events. Yeah, I know. We we haven't been talking about it. I thought um, I had a
0: few weeks off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, it wasn't in our calendar for a long time, so in my mind it wasn't real. But then they like really started advertising in the last few days, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So, yeah, we are one of the stops, one of the four stops on the Calvin Realty 5.0 to, uh, Flip Tour and uh that is on november 12th and i believe there may be <laughs> some buses involved
0: no, i don't know don't say that
1: they they hint they dropped hints <laughs> <laughs> transportation involved um Not <laughs> but, <it. laughs> and um yeah that's on saturday if you haven't got your tickets yet go to i think it's calvin is that their website or dot com one of the two and you can grab your tickets there. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about?
0: Calvinrealty.ca, yes. OK, you the information's not there. You got to go to um, follow Calvin Rioti on Instagram or Facebook and you'll find the information for it.
1: They said to go to their website to get the tickets.
0: I Oh, it is here. Oh, I'm <laughs> <Hang laughs> not lying. All right, it is here. OK, uh, it's that's tw- our
1: only upcoming event.
0: <laughs> we'll do a better job tomorrow. Um, bring a toy and admission is only $25. Don't bring a toy and admission is $40. So the toy donation is going to go to the Ronald McDonald house in Edmonton. Um, bring Amazing.
1: a toy, bring a toy,
0: bring a toy. Um, bring a toy. Otherwise they're going to take the money that you give them and they're going to buy a toy, but just save them the trouble of buying a toy. Just buy a toy.
1: <laughs> Let your kid pick the toy.
0: Uh, if you have a kid, uh, I don't see anything about a bus. Okay, so let's just uh, keep that out of it uh, before it's announced, whether it will or will or won't. Uh, and there are spots left for the flip tour. Okay, so you get to um, you go on a tour of flips in Edmonton. Our stop is one of them. I'm willing to bet this is not announced, and I'm willing to bet there will be some sort of an after networking thing announced pretty soon.
1: Very likely, yes.
0: Yes, as there has been in the past. Yes. Yeah. So you're gonna want you're not gonna want to miss this. Oh, there it says right there. Bam. Followed by after party. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that I didn't I I thought we didn't have any upcoming events. So I was unprepared. I apologize. I um but I'm excited for it now.
1: And um Cody said, What about Masters Multifamily? Because that did get rescheduled.
0: Son of a okay, let me pull up my calendar. <laughs>
1: Pretty sure it's this weekend, wait.
0: Right? <laughs> it is this weekend. Hang on a second. <laughs> it is this weekend. Happy
1: Monday. Does anybody else have their shit together yet?
0: <laughs> yes. Um, our introduction to multifamily mastermind was rescheduled uh to this weekend. So those of you that are part of the master's mentorship program, be there. <laughs> I just, it's exclusive to, ma- to the mentees in the mentorship program. So, if you want to get involved or want to be a part of uh, workshops and masterminds just like this, you got to join the mentorship program. It's it's a no brainer. There's lots mm-hmm. of education. There's lots of mentorship. Um, I did many a calls this weekend. You did um, catching up with our mentees, um, checking in to see who was on track, who wasn't on track. um...
1: Well we have a lot of new faces as well. So we had some introductory calls. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, lots of new faces. Um, who joined last week? I got names here. I wrote it down. Saray. Mm-hmm. Sarai. Dang. I got it, buddy. I got it. Sarai. Sarai and Vicky joined. Armando and Hope joined. And Tim joined.
1: Right. So congratulations
0: mm-hmm. to everybody. Uh, do I have a clapping sound? Just effect? your golf clap. I'm just
1: <laughs> we are happy. Yes.
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. Congratulations to everyone that joined the mentorship program last week. Um. We had a great coaching session last Thursday. You weren't there. I missed it. Yeah. Um. And then lots of networking last weekend.
1: Yes. Well, yeah. You went to both Edmonton and Calgary. Um. Masters meetups. Yeah. Which is wild. Big weekend for you. But yeah. Uh, Friday was amazing i didn't go to calgary on saturday so i can't speak to that but friday was awesome i keep saying that like these meetups keep getting better and better and there's like always new faces and i had awesome conversations with um a couple two two couples that i hadn't met before Mm -hmm. and it was so nice chatting with both of them Rhonda came up yes that was one of them yeah and um before I knew it, like the night was over, and I hadn't even like I hadn't even gotten a chance to chat with like most of our like mentees and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like all these new faces that I was getting to know, and yeah, it was really cool. And then we took a bunch of uh, the masters and we went out for dinner and to the rec room, to, but with a bunch of our mentees. Mm-hmm. It was fun.
0: It's a good time. It's a fun night. Okay, let's take a little commercial break and we'll get back to it. Um, I see lots of people in the comments talking about what uh, what they're working on right awesome. now. Awesome.
1: Perfect. Some of you might have heard us talking about DCI Properties and how much we like their process and deal flow as one of the premier wholesaling companies in Canada. But one of the things most people don't know about DCI Properties is that they don't cherry-pick deals for themselves. Everything they get under contract, they offer out to their buyer's list. That's right. No sloppy seconds from no DCI. No sloppy seconds. So, if you're an investor looking for their next flip project or cash flowing rental property, get on their buyers list today and check out their inventory. To get on the list for Alberta deals, visit www.dciproperties.ca slash albertabuyers or for Ontario deals, go to www.dciproperties.ca slash buyers. Hello, hello, we are back. Okay, so in the chat here, Rebecca, she's from Saskatchewan, right? Yes. Not messing that up. Okay. (laughs) Rebecca says we sent in an offer this morning.
0: That's fantastic. Congratulations.
1: It is very early still, and you have already sent in an offer this morning. I would like to know what time you woke up. (laughs) Congratulations. That's amazing.
0: You know? Yeah, there's very few hours in the day it when, done. You get, when you got kids, you got to get creative.
1: <laughs> very cool. And uh, Chastin, sounds like Chastin is working on a renovation. He says he has plumbing test then hopefully backfill and concrete then on to framing. Beauty. Big day. Beauty. Yeah. I think those are all of the um, the updates on what people are working on. So apparently not much going on today.
0: <laughs> so is it a matter of no one doing anything or is it a matter of being too shy?
1: Damn, Rebecca says we get up about 4:30 so we can wake up before the kids.
0: Good golly, Miss Molly. That is dedication. Good golly.
1: To having time without your kids in the morning. <laughs> and
0: and they and they stay asleep. <laughs>
1: What is this witchcraft? <laughs>
0: oh my gosh. Uh Amanda says she's working on getting back into a routine after moving. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Keep probably,
1: yeah. Probably some late nights unpacking and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Annette says our flip is closing this week. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. The flip will close tomorrow. It's only a day away.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Exciting! Sean says we closed on our first rental on Friday. Got twenty k off offer price after inspection. That's Meeting amazing. with lawyers this week. That's amazing. Very cool. Congratulations!
0: Whereabouts was it, Sean?
1: <laughs> Is Sean in Edmonton?
0: Um, I believe Fort. Sask. Sask
1: yeah. Okay. It says it's in sure Sherwood Park. Nice. Very cool. Matt is working on a bathroom and then the flip today. And he says, Congrats to Annette.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. That's fantastic, guys. Keep it up. Keep on uh, pushing the needle. Definitely. Okay.
1: What are you working on today, Wayne?
0: I haven't, uh, I no have clue. No idea. <laughs> Uh, alarm uh, snuck up on me this morning.
1: You had your alarm set very early this morning.
0: Same time I do every morning. Seriously? Same time I do every morning. Your
1: alarm goes off at four forty-five. It's my first one. Really? I've I did not know that. It must never wake me up.
0: Um. Yeah. Crazy. Alarm snuck up on me this morning. Um. Yeah. Weird night. Sundays are always a weird night. Especially after, like, a crazy weekend of, like, you know, staying up later. And, and that's and that's the thing. Normally, I go to bed around the same time. <clears throat> you stay up later for a couple nights, and then Sunday is, like, a weird night where you need to go back to sleep. at a right, your normal time, you don't. Yep. And it messes up your sleep schedule. I think we talked about this last week, didn't we?
1: We probably talk about it every Monday.
0: <laughs> but just, you know, being your body getting used to it and being a well-oiled machine and wanting to, to, you know, to be calibrated and helping you. It's just a weird morning. So anyways, I haven't really thought about today yet at all. Um, I think I've got some stuff to do with the lawyer um, and I got some catching up to do with just some other messages and stuff. I'm, I'm behind on messages. Yeah. Um, that's that's pretty much what, what today is going to be is catching up on messages. Um, I get a lot of DMs um i get a lot of requests and if i don't get back to you right away that's just that's it right there i'm sorry it's just it's um when you make yourself and i'm not complaining that's just what i have to do today um when you make yourself so accessible like i you know my my cell phone number is is out in the public you can text me if you need like some sort of inspiration or you need a question answered um i do that because it's part of my mission of like just providing free inf- you know free information to anyone who needs it right there should be free options uh but some days it's just it's too overwhelming especially like on a weekend like when i'm very busy talking with people all weekend it's like i just fall behind so i'll be uh catching up on messages um got lots of different stuff going on within the master's mentorship program with people doing stuff um they everyone's very busy right now and everyone's working two things so lots of stuff to catch up on on that um Yeah. And uh, vacancy. You have a vacancy, so I got to fill that. Um, I think that's about it. We also have our um, introduction to multifamily investing mastermind this weekend, so a little bit of preparation for that as well. So I'll take a peek at the calendar and take a peek at what's left uh, on my phone, and then I'll just probably just fill the day with with that. Uh, Not the most exciting day.
1: Yeah. We also have a... um... The flip that we had our meetup at on Friday is wrapping up this week. So right. today is our contractor's last day and there is going to just be in there this morning until about noon doing a couple things. Mm-hmm. Then um, also today our um, HVAC company is coming in doing furnace and duct cleaning.
0: Nice. And
1: And <laughs> um then tomorrow the electrician is in installing the pot lights and the last of the electrical outlets and then on wednesday our plumber is in doing the sink tie-ins and then it's done so i'm just waiting to hear back from our cleaner as to what day she can get in so she'll come in do the cleaning then we'll get the stager in and then we are ready to list
0: very cool yeah um
1: so last night, while I couldn't sleep, I sent a big list to our email. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? At sending a big list to our contractor. Action items.
1: To, at- no, it was to us. Oh, yes, I did. I noticed a couple things while I was there yesterday. You sent
0: us an email as well?
1: Yeah. So I sent our contractor. Um, when I walked th- through with him on Saturday, I missed a couple items that needed to be touched up. So... Um, I was back there yesterday picking up some supplies to return, and I noticed um, a couple more things. There's a chip and some baseboard um, that need to be touched up and a little bit of paint touch-ups. So things you – when you're constantly going through there and looking and, like, all the walls are white, all the baseboard is dapped, all the floors are in, all the – like, it's just – it's hard to notice the tiny little touch-ups that um, somebody who hasn't been in there a whole bunch might just pick out right away. But like you've been in there so many times and like it's the same walls and the same this and the same that. So sometimes you just overlook them. And yesterday I noticed them randomly. Yeah. So yeah, there's a couple paint touch ups. And like I said, a chipped, um, it's actually the casing around one of the doors. There's a chip in the bottom. And uh, I can't remember. I think that was it. It was nothing major. Just a couple things I want to make sure he gets at today.
0: Do me a favor. Send me those updated numbers you're supposed to send me yesterday? Yeah, I will. Um, because I'm curious, or I'm wondering, we never discussed it, but we never put a sign out front.
1: Of Parkview? Yeah. Um, I think it was because of the numbers on the house we decided we weren't going to.
0: Hmm. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember the decision, yeah. but I was just curious. Okay, fair enough.
1: Yeah, we won't have our um, signature house sign out front of Parkview. We could. Yeah, we'd oh. have to wait a week or so for the sign to be made. The number, oh, yeah, yeah, you
0: never got an address.
1: Yeah.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> okay, fair enough.
1: Sometimes we miscommunicate and aren't on the same page. It happens. Yeah. What's going on in the comments here? We have a couple more updates. Amber's working on laying some floors and getting walls up on on their cabin that they're building. Very cool. Walls are good as you head into winter. <laughs> They're important. Ken says, thank you for the hospitality on Friday. I wish I could have stayed longer. Next time, he'll bring Natalia. Yes, I would love to meet her, Ken, and it was great to see you. And thank you for introducing yourself, because again, would not have recognized you.
0: <laughs> I recognized him. Did you? Yes, of course. Good. I stood next to him pretending like I didn't, though. <laughs> <laughs>
1: ricky has some big stuff going on reno's on a short-term rental finished on friday so planning uh furnishings today and checking in on the progress progress of his next burr project
0: on my burr project
1: on his burr project sorry i don't know why i added words in there yeah
0: cool i got some leftover um well, Ken says next time I'll wear the respirator. I thought it was Halloween. I thought you were gonna wear it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that uh-huh. would have been so funny.
0: <laughs> yeah. I um I'm gonna I have some leftover questions from last week we can get into today if you sure. guys don't have any questions. Let's do it. Um Amber had a question and Josh had a question. Um so I got a question for you, Gabby. If you had to start your real estate investing journey over from the very beginning, what would you do? and would you do anything differently?
1: (laughs) I think that this is a hard question for Gabby to answer Mm -hmm. because Gabby didn't enter into real estate investing willingly.
0: Right. Um, So would you do anything differently?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think back to where we started or I guess when we started and where I was at in life and Considering that it wasn't my decision and that it wasn't my yearning to invest in real estate um it's hard because i didn't come i didn't become willing to or not willing I didn't become um, I didn't like investing or I didn't find that I had real purpose attached to investing until I went on a journey of um, figuring myself out and doing some healing and like all that kind of stuff, figuring out what my passions were. Um, I was kind of in this like corporate job numb in life, just kind of like going through the motions of life. And about three quarters of our way through our journey, I had a big year of like self discovery and that's when i realized that i could incorporate my passions into real estate investing and so that's when things really changed for me so if i think back to like what would i have done differently in the beginning i don't think there's anything that i personally would have changed um except that i wish i would have been more on board from the beginning because i feel like we could have uh grew faster and um i wouldn't have been as miserable (laughs) So this isn't a question for Gabby to answer because I was just doing what I was told to do. Like it was like, oh, okay, we're we're having this rental and it needs to be filled, and we are, whatever, doing this renovation and we need contractors. We're like, Gabby was just going through the motions. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a question for Gabby as to what we would have done differently.
0: I will ask the second part of the question again. Okay. what would you do if you had to start for, over from the beginning? What would you do?
1: in real estate investing
0: yeah so it's it's asking would you do anything differently was the one part of the question which you wouldn't because it's i don't think you could um what would you do what strategy would you implement if you were how would you go about doing it if you had to start over
1: i don't think i would have changed the way that we did things i think that we um you know not to stroke stroke that old ego we've been talking about but I think it was genius what we did we used what resources we had to buy a couple properties and then when we didn't have any resources we got creative and learned creative strategies to build our portfolio and gain um you know using social media gained the trust of people to start investing with us Mm -hmm. and I mean is that not brilliant
0: what was my idea that's
1: why i just said not to stroke the ego (laughs) that we've been talking about (laughs) but like is there a more perfect path that we could have followed i don't think so like i think that i mean i didn't like when i look back about how we did it and like going through it like it was very stressful for me like these these agreements for sale and zero money down and getting bank accounts with these other people (laughs) like sorry to to complicate things for people who aren't familiar with what agreements about, for What sale, about right?
0: accepting hundreds of thousands of dollars from other people and using it to buy real estate? <laughs> that's pretty scary too, eh?
1: Yeah, at first. For sure.
0: You were more intimidated by agreements for sale than you were receiving money from other people? Yeah. Really?
1: Yeah. Well, like when you receive, you, you say you're receiving hundreds of thousands of dollars from other people, like that's to like buy a rental property, which is like a very secure
0: yeah. Investment. I was just surprised that, that like in hindsight, like looking back, that's what intimidated you the most. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just curious.
1: Anyways, I think that I think the path that we took was um, exactly what we needed to and should have done to get where we are. And I don't think that we would be here today had we taken a different path.
0: <clears throat> I've always been extremely proud of my decisions in life. Um, and that sounds cocky as shit. It really does. Um, I, but I've always been extremely proud of the decisions I made in life, and though some of them didn't lead to the outcomes that I that you know would have been I uh, considered ideal. Um, looking back, I can't think of any other way that I would have done it. When I look back at Josh and I, and I think about what would I have done differently. I could have succeeded significantly faster. I could have. I know. I know the points, and I know the places, and I know the discussions, and I know the things I could have done differently. Um, and I, and to be completely honest, I saw the opportunities there when when I was in the moment. The issue is that it would have involved um, being very unauthentic. And it would have been, I would have, I wouldn't have, what's the right word for it? The approach wouldn't have been the most honorable one, which kind of uh, counters or kind of conflicts with my values. Um, there are lots of people that have reached their definition of success significantly faster than myself and Gabby however they are completely full of shit and I know a lot of you have had discussions with a lot of you recently about that about being authentic not appearing to fake it till you make it or not liking that approach
1: Authenticity is one of my top words like in life. It is a high, high, high value for me.
0: Most of the successful people that you see, that you look up to, that you watch their webinars are full of shit. And if they're not full of shit today, they were full of shit a year or two ago. And, And that, I mean, that is, that is the definition of making it after you fake it. Right. Yeah. So, and a lot of those people have extremely expensive coaching programs now. Um, which I'm, I'm just saying it like it is. I'm just saying it like it is. I and mean, this isn't like, there's no other motive behind it. It's just the truth. Um, if you spend 10 minutes looking online, you can figure it out for yourself. I did. I, fi- I figured it out myself. Because you wanna know why I figured it out? Because I was interested, I was curious as to how someone succeeds. So I study other people who have succeeded and I want to know how they got there because I want to know, is there a way, just like Josh is asking, is there a way to do it better? What I have, could I, could I have done anything differently? And then when I find out that it was, it was all built off of a lie or built off of, you know, a manipulation, then I'm like, okay, well, I feel pretty good about how I did it. Mm-hmm. I did it in an honorable way. I did it right. I remember the first time we wanted to post a piece of social media, I felt like the biggest, greasiest bag of crap. I'm like, who the hell am I? Like, seriously, who am I? Who, Who am I to like put this piece of content out? Like I'm some sort of an expert. And someone told me. I'll leave them unnamed. Someone told me that you are. You know more than 99% of the population about real estate. And you, all are, you are already with two properties or three properties, whatever it was at that time. You are more successful than 99% of the population. And you need to remember that. You may still hang out with these people at soccer um, and at work and stuff like that. Um, but you are, you do know, because just the limited amount of like webinars and courses and stuff like that, you've taken, you, you know, more than other people. And by sharing that, you're going to help other people learn that. And if you feel like you're not worth it, well, well, you are. And someone told me that and it just, it kind of, it clicked that, I don't know. And I can't remember, that wasn't exactly the way that it was said. I'm paraphrasing, but when someone said it to me, I'm like, you know what? They're absolutely right. I do know more than most people. I was trying to be humble, and 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 I'm very humble to this day. You know that everybody knows that. <clears throat> I want you guys to know that we're just a normal family, just like you. We're not nothing special. Just made some good decisions. Took some action when other people didn't. I want you guys to know that because I I, I don't want I don't want to be put on a pedestal as to like oh my god I want to be so much like them. Well, go and do it. <laughs> That's, you know what I mean? What's stopping you?
1: All we did was take action.
0: That's it. That's it. On a day like today, do you sit back and you watch people or do you do it? On a normal day like today, what you do today determines the outcomes. The decisions that you make and a decision is final. It is not an idea. A decision is final. I'm making the decision today to do this. And you go and do it. That is what separates the dreamers from from the actual successful people. I'm showing you is that like we're just normal people and I want you to know that. So. I don't know if there's anything necessarily that I could do differently. that, That wouldn't conflict with my values. I could have reached my success significantly faster I could have triple by now with my with my ideas the ideas that I've I've, that I have right because a lot of this came from ideas creative ideas that I built businesses ideas Um, had I implemented them sooner but in an unauthentic way Then yeah, I probably could have done it faster, but I just I I feel good about the way we did it, and and I agree with Gabby. Um, I don't I don't know if I would have done anything differently. I know that there, like I said, I know that there are things that I could have done differently, but they all would have been, I wouldn't have felt very good about it. And um, yeah, You know what strategy would I have started with? Um, raising joint venture capital. It's just the easiest. You need to get good at that right out of the gate. But it's hard to do that right out of the gate when you have no experience. And you guys catching on to the problem right now? Um, You're trying to say that you know what you're doing. You're trying to show that you know what you're doing. But you don't have any track record. And you don't really want to post about it. Because you're afraid that people are going to think that you're full of BS. So that you're, you know, that... um, that you are are lying, but the thing is that you can you can talk at networking meetings, you can post on social media and not lie and there's the key thing right there: just don't lie, don't say you have properties that you don't have, don't do the whole don't post a you know on Instagram saying like just locked up this property today." yeah I know you have it under contract, but you never bought it. Any <laughs> anybody can go out and put an offer on a house and get it accepted. I mean, I could go put an offer on a multifamily building that's fifty thousand dollars over asking today and walk it up, but no, you don't own it, and you're certainly not buying it. Don't manipulate people to think that you're buying properties. Don't stand in front of other people's properties and say,, You know, just pick this one up. don't lie' Put out a piece of content that explains how to go about analyzing a property. That explains what a strategy is. that explains how to de- determine cash flow. Put out content that uh, complements what you need to share with people in order to give them trust and in to invest with you. If you're looking for a joint venture partner, try and figure out what's what's the common things that joint venture partners are 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 worried about and put out content, educational content that will give them the peace of mind on those, on those concerns.
1: And it shows you're getting educated as well.
0: Yeah. When you go out to a meetup, take a picture. I'm at this real estate investing meetup, learning about this. I went to this free meetup in Edmonton and learned all about, um, financial literacy. You know what I mean? Just do that kind of stuff. What you want to show is you want to show people that you are out doing stuff. Right. And when you go to networking events and someone asks you, um, you know, how long have you been investing or like how many properties you have? Just be honest, I'm still relatively new to the game been going out to lots of different events. I took a course on this. I'm just excited to be in it. Right. Just be honest, I think that there's. With confidence, with education. Um, you you'll get your first joint venture partner. And go ask anyone about their first joint venture partner. <laughs> Most people will be like, I don't know where they came from. They just randomly came out of nowhere one day and I'm just happy they did. <laughs> it was all like, I, I, I was shocked when we got our first joint venture partner. But I tried. That's I t- talked about this last week. Try trying, right? Had you asked me, you know, would they, would they invest with me? I probably would have said, no, there's no chance this person would have invested with me. But I asked, I tried, I made chili dogs. I had them over, I got the whiteboard out. I showed how mortgage paydown down works. I showed that if we pay down mortgage, we can pull the equity out and buy another property. And then in seven years, we can pull out the equity and buy two more properties. And then in seven years after that, we can pull out the equity and buy four more properties. So by the end of the 14 or 21 years, whatever the math is, um, we would have eight properties. Right? And he's like, okay, that sounds pretty cool. And we did that while we ate chili dogs because I had chili and I made chili dogs. And he said, yeah, I'm in. And he left and I went up to Gabby and she goes, how'd it go? And I'm like, he said, yes. (laughs) (laughs) It was an absolute cluster of a presentation. And that was, I think that's the last presentation I've done. Yeah. That was yeah. the last first presentation. Last. <laughs> the first and last presentation I've ever done. But I, I think that the confidence that I gained from that, from that experience just made me think like, I don't need a presentation. I just need to go in there and just, I need to have confidence and I need to know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Less talking, less numbers, just more being myself and being confident. Um. And you'll get your first joint venture partner. And then the second partner is just that much easier because of the confidence that you gain. Um, Josh's question, have I answered it yet?
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm a big fan of um, obtaining uh, as like, I mean, everybody starts with different resources, but if you have the resources to um, buy your first rental property and get a bit of experience having that rental property, finding tenants, you know, getting all of the basics in place. I think that that's always where I personally would recommend people start. Um, again, if you have the resources, not everybody has 20% to put down, but yes, Wayne.
0: Oh, I was just going to say add something when you're done.
1: Oh, okay. Um, but like if you don't have the 20% to just go and put down and buy a rental property, then I am also um, a, a big advocate of like, getting a personal residence and doing some house hacking. So whether it has a suite that you can rent out or a room, if you're, I would only recommend that if you're single, not if you're married and have kids, (laughs) Um, but you know, something like that. So just like some way where you can start out and gain actual experience, having tenants and, um, you know, going through the process. So that's always where I personally would recommend you start. And then absolutely trying to then start raising capital
0: yeah uh ricky sommerfeld uh, says is it really success if you compromise your values to get there i fucking love that sorry for cursing
1: yeah
0: kyle says i struggle with social media everybody struggles with social media kyle come on everybody does yeah trust me like i eh, man that first that first year was rough i actually didn't post anything pretty much the first year um I mean, Gabby, post for me. Yeah,
1: well, and we also hid behind um, a business page back when business pages actually mattered. Yeah. Um, yeah, we certainly didn't just hop on our personal profiles and start posting. We hid behind the the business page and started posting like crazy there, though. And um, when business pages worked, yeah,
0: that was a very good solution.
1: It was, and um, and it it worked like a. Crazy. Like, yeah. we gained a lot of traction that way. And that's where we built our social media presence. And eventually, when we realized business pages were dying, we switched over to our personal pages.
0: Yeah. 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 But, you know, things change, um, trends change, and you need to pay attention to that. You can't, you have to stay ahead of the curve. And we've always tried to stay ahead of the curve. Um, okay. So here, here's, here's what I would have, here's, here's what I wish I would have done. And if I were to start over today, None of my resources, um, none of my knowledge, none of my education. What I what I hope I would have done or I would do, or what I would do is I would have I would try sooner. I would try sooner. It's that simple. Try because you don't really, if I didn't have all the knowledge and the certainty and the education, I'd just be sitting there wondering what would happen. What happens if this, what happens if this, what happens if this, how do I do this? What happens if I do this? Regardless of what you know and what people tell you, you have to at some point try. And the first time you try, you don't really know what's going to happen. The sooner you try, the sooner you you find out what's on the other side or what's underneath the bed or what's on the other side of the fence. Like Like You don't really know until you try. But once you experience the first time trying and you realize it actually wasn't all that bad, you'd be willing to try again and to try again and to try again. And the fear of trying becomes less. It's less intimidating. And then you kind of get obsessed with trying. It's kind of fun. I like trying new things now. I like challenging myself. But that first time is extremely scary. So I would try sooner. And (laughs) I was so stubborn about investing into myself. I was so incredibly stubborn because this ego didn't just show up just last week. This ego's been around for a long time. I just I, I, I believe in myself. I always have. Um and when when you when you're that when you're so confident, it's it's hard to it's hard to ask other people or to pay other people to teach you something when you think you can just do it yourself. I'm sure a few of you guys can relate. I wish I would have invested money into myself sooner. I wish. When I look back and think, would I have done anything differently? I I just can't imagine if I would. It, there's, I can't imagine there's some other variant of me in some other dimension that that is that would have done that. I, I just, I can't imagine it. I remember what was going through my head. I remember the decisions that I made. And it wasn't until I ran out of options that I actually invested in myself which is a huge fucking waste of time. A huge waste of time. I was willing to try and I tried everything before I finally asked for help or I finally paid for help. I don't know how I would I how I would how I would explain that to myself 10 years ago. And I don't believe that I would have accepted that. So I don't think there's anything I can change. And that's why I'm extremely grateful for the decisions that I made. I don't think I would have been able to convince myself otherwise. However, if you're asking me, and I'm allowed to have hindsight, um, I would have invested myself into myself a lot sooner. And I would have spent less money on properties and more money on education and then raising money for properties. At the very least, I would have paid to be around people, be around better people, because the people that I was around, it was just messing with my head. I feel like if I were surrounded with better people, people that were optimistic and people that lifted me up, I would have tried a lot more things sooner. And I think that's, I think that's where the issue was. Is that I was so concerned about what people were thinking about me that I wasn't willing to try a lot of things sooner. However, if I were surrounded by the likes of all of you in the morning, first thing in the morning, I would have tried things every day because I can see other people around me who are trying it as well. And I have the benefit of seeing the results that they've had, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I have the benefit of seeing, you know, Liam doing his first flip. That's inspiring to me because if i know if liam can do it then anybody can do it right alray started a podcast do you remember when i was trying to start a podcast mm-hmm. how incredibly self-conscious i was about mm-hmm. it like i was i was so I, I i i talked to a lot of people i'm like should i do this should i not do this like who the fuck am i mm-hmm. even with the success that i had even knowing where i was on you know on like where, where I stood in our community as far as success goes. I was one of the most successful investors in our community. I can say that confidently. I know I knew, I knew where I stood. Even with that, I still felt like, dude, a little too soon. But had I been around more people like El Ray, I would have felt more confident about it. Right? So surrounding yourself with people like you are this morning. Like you do every day, it's going to give you more confidence to try things. So I think that you guys are all on the, on the right path. Um, there's a big reason why I created this community. I've told you this a million times. This is why I do these things. Is not just to educate you and give you the ability to ask questions and get your answers every morning, but also to to build to build a community that that people can utilize, they can they can lean on, and leverage um, to have the confidence to be able to do things every day. Yeah. It's not just me and Gabby, it's you guys as well,
1: Wayne. I have to agree with you, um now that you've said it and looking back, the part about investing in yourself sooner because that is a hundred percent where the change was for me
0: exactly is
1: like once you know you pay somebody to help you, like all of a sudden, the opportunities and everything <clears throat> opens up. Um, Well, you
0: hated it up until that point.
1: Yeah, absolutely hated it up until that point. And that's when, you know, I was able to have somebody else tell me what I was doing right and wrong and where I needed to grow and where I needed, yeah, where like just, yeah, just changed everything, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So, um, that's 100% my final answer as well, (laughs) because I don't know if I would be here today If uh, we didn't pay for that, and I had my little year of growth. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Because a lot of the times during, you know, like building a business like this with your spouse is is hard, especially when one of them isn't on board and they're being dragged along. Yeah. Like there's a lot of times where that front door was looking mighty fine. Yeah. Until I was able to figure out how to make it enjoyable for myself. And now I couldn't be happier with where we're at and what we're doing in the community that we have surrounding us.
0: And, and you, and you tried, like you, you tried to find a way to to, mm-hmm. to like it or to, 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 to attach something to it that was meaningful for you, but you just, it just it, wasn't there. And then until eventually we exhausted all options and then we eventually invested into it and then bam, suddenly, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and that's kind of the way that I look at problems now these days, since then, sorry. Um, rather than trying to figure out how to do it, um, I try and figure out how to do it as quickly as possible. And then I source out the solution and find out what is, what's, what's, the, what's the fastest way of getting the outcome that I want, right? And then I look and see, is there someone that I can pay to do this? Or is there a service? Is there a product? Is there someone that I can pay to do this? And if the outcome is meaningful, if the outcome, you know, is going to help us move forward faster, I look at all the options, I look at the price. Now is the price of that option going to solve my problem? Yes. Is it a reasonable price? Yes. Then I just do it. If I'm sitting here trying to figure something out, and I know that there's a coach available that charges $200, $300, $400 an hour. And I can book a call with them and get the answer that I need. Is it worth the, the $400? 100%. Yes. How long am I going to be sitting on this problem trying to figure it out for free? And you try Googling it for an hour and you get frustrated. And then you go back and you start like driving and you can't figure this out. Like you wasted days, weeks, months trying to figure this out. Just pay for the answer. If you knew the answer and you were able to to break through that barrier and get started today, would you not make that $400 back significantly sooner? You know what I mean? Yeah. I can see that now. I can see it now. But I was stubborn as hell before because you think that everything online is free. You should be able to get it for free. Yeah, you can. You can. I I tell you, anything you want to know, you can probably find it online especially in this information age, like everything is online for free. I'm sure if you go through all of my podcasts, you can find the answer for free. That's a lot of freaking hours, though. (laughs) That's a lot of freaking hours.
1: I might be backtracking a little bit here, Wayne, but. I feel like, you know, we've talked a lot about that when we were getting started, things were a lot different. These resources weren't here um they weren't there was no podcast there was no there was only two paid meetups um yeah. groups or whatever there just wasn't um a lot they of didn't have the
0: resources that are available these days
1: yeah it was just yeah anyways uh so we we presentations yeah we've talked about that a lot how like things have dramatically changed and there's so much opportunity for new people to come in and get the knowledge and experience and all that kind of stuff way easier than when we were but also on that same kind of line of conversation i also feel like the community was significantly different it was kind of like the um it's kind of like i i don't know how else to put this but kind of like the men's club like you know like the the successful guys in suits um, that like, if you didn't have the experience, you were kind of like nobody type of thing. Yeah. It was like all of the old timers, I guess is another way to put it. Yeah. And I'm not just talking about men, like there's women there as well, but that was just the best way to describe it. It was like the old timers and they were the successful ones and everybody else was, if you didn't have a hundred doors, you were nobody. Yeah. And it was very much like that. And so trying to find the permission to do things like start a podcast or to um you know um i don't know i guess that's my my best example here because i remember that's something that you struggled with is like do i have the permission of the community yeah to start a podcast 100%. or like who am i you know like because what are, what are all these people going to think because it was the the old timers um kind of like mentality and i think that we sorry i say we but I I guess, again, sorry, ego. Mm -hmm. I think that we have come in and created this community of um, of just being open and welcome for people to step in and Mm -hmm. say, I'm new here, but I am going to give her hell and figure this thing out and encourage encourage really. people to do that and to take the action and to not get stuck behind who am i and do i have the permission to look for a joint venture partner do i have the permission to post this piece of social media content without being torn apart yeah like i f- i feel like like largely we have played a huge part in creating a welcoming community where it used to be an old timers club where yeah. people can come in and they don't need to feel self-conscious about if they have the permission to do something.
0: That's a really good point. I've never really looked at it that well. I haven't thought about that in a long time.
1: Because that's how it was for, I would say, up until a couple of years ago. Yeah. It was, uh, I well, I'm, I'm sorry. I am talking about largely here in like Alberta.
0: No, it's, it's across, it was is across it? Canada. Okay,
1: because like, 100%. I I mean, those are the main circles that we were in is just like the Alberta meetups and the um, uh, Alberta membership uh, meetups that we'd go to and stuff is just like, it was really the old timers club. Yeah. And, and you were really nobody unless you were on that stage. Like, you know what I mean?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And when you're trying to gain their respect, you're trying to get into that club. You are concerned that if you go out you know, against the grain and you try and do something that you're going to be criticized or you're going to be judged for it. Yeah. That's a very good point. Um, and you're right. It's, it's it's so weird to think about it because things have changed dramatically over the last, okay, I got to remember the blip, say about four years,
1: Yeah,
0: four or five years, things have changed dramatically and everything is free now. And there's meetups everywhere. And anyone who's got half a property is doing a meetup now and it's just like, which, which is, which is great. I think it's fantastic. I think that people are are not afraid to take action again, as long as you're not lying, as long as you're not, you know, um, altering, you know, the truth and you're just being yourself and you're being honest about what it is that you've done and, um, and you're not manipulating anyone, then yeah, go for it. I think it's fantastic. And I think that the community now is just so encouraging for that. that everybody wants everybody to succeed. Whereas that was that was what everybody said years ago, but that it wasn't really well. It was and that's very the, competitive.
1: That's the other thing I was going to say is that like um, it felt like everybody would always say, "Oh, the real estate investing community is so welcoming, and everybody just wants to help each other." But it felt kind of like like a double edged like it it was like okay, people are like wanting to you know help, and it felt pretty welcoming, like they were willing to give advice, but at the same time you knew that people were like talking about each other and like there was like these this gossip kind of around what people were doing yeah and so it was kind of i don't know like it it wasn't what people were saying it was Mm -hmm. it was very judgy and very like and like it it was like so 2015 to be like how many properties do you have oh like the nose up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas like now I think that we can say that like that's not really a normal question anymore. And if you are one of those people going around saying, how many properties do you have? How many properties do you have? Like, stop. I just said it was so 2015 yeah. <laughs> because success isn't de- defined by the number of doors. Success is defined by you going after whatever your goal is. If your goal is two doors and you collect those two doors, congratulations. Mm-hmm. You've reached your goal. Doesn't matter if somebody else beside you has 200. Was that their goal? Great. Yeah. So it's whatever you want for your life. And I think that we're coming around to realize that as a community is that, um, you know, success isn't defined by doors. Yeah. Which it was.
0: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Have we answered Josh's question yet?
1: (laughs) I think we're getting there.
0: Would, you, would I do anything different? Just just go out and try. Just try things, man. Just try. That's That's it. Surround yourself with awesome people and try. And I mean, like, what should you try? I'm not going to tell you what I think. Like, that was part of the question, I guess, is like, what would you do today? No, I'm not going to tell you what I would do today. Because what I would do is completely different. If you and I were both starting today, what we both should be doing is completely different. It depends on your goals. And I can help you with that, but that's a process. And this isn't an upsell, it's like it's a process of mentorship. Like I, I don't tell people what to do unless I truly know what makes them tick and what their goals are. Like it's just anyone who's in a masters will will tell you the exact same thing. I'm not gonna tell you what to do. Um, there's lots of different things you can do. I gave you a simple answer. Just go learn how to raise capital. Because raising capital is 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 like it's needed for everything. Every part of real estate investing, you need to be able to raise capital. So you got to get good at that. Um, Now it's a, you know, it's, it's a complicated thing to say because obviously you need to have have experience and education in order to raise capital, right? So that's, that's totally true. But I think we gave you lots of, you know, good information today to kind of help support that um, on how to go about doing that. Um, And just don't, don't lie. Because if you lie, People will find out and and a lot of people who lie are very successful, but um, eh, who was it that said it earlier? Was it Ricky? Yes. I don't remember exactly what he said, but I loved it. Is it really worth it?
1: Is it really success if you... <laughs> Come on, help me out, Ricky. It was really good.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Is it really success if you compromised your values to get there?
1: You should have just hit the outro music
0: right there. Yeah, yeah, I I should have. That would have been a great way to end the show. Um, It's funny. um, We went through a whole hour of talking about being yourself, trying things, and not lying. And I can't believe we didn't talk once about that post in Ontario that happened over the weekend.
1: Oh, goodness. Oh, goodness.
0: I feel like maybe one or two people are going to know what we're talking about. Some shit went down last week.
1: There's some ships sinking.
0: The, um, out east. <laughs> uh, the tide has gone out. Just put it that way. Uh, in Ontario. And a lot of people um aren't wearing pants and uh there are there's there's a there's a few people who have um uh have been a little over leveraged and have failed and it's making uh, a lot of people a lot of people are are talking about it there's some news articles um, happening um yeah some shit's going down over over out east and um, you guys will probably start hearing about it a lot more um, in the coming days if you haven't already. But um, some, some big name influencers um, who've been borrowing a lot of money messed up and lost a lot of money. And we're in the millions. Um, so, um, which, which, which is, you know, all of what I said here today kind of stems off of that a little bit too. Because I've been watching people. Um, build their success off of you know, lies for years.
1: And Wayne, you've talked about some of these people early on and how you saw that they were full of shit.
0: In (laughs) in private conversations, yes. In private (laughs) conversations, I'm like, yeah, that person's completely full of shit. And um, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's really fun to watch when you're right. When the tide goes out and you see that you were right all along that these people. A lot
1: of people are... Are getting hurt. Millions um, of dollars gone. People who invested their money with them.
0: So please be very careful with who you follow, who you invest in, whose courses that you take. Oh, man, I, it, look around on the internet today and you'll find some stuff. And um, there was one particular post that, uh, that, <laughs> that, that, uh, um, someone made a post and the comment section absolutely blew up last week and it was one of the greatest things that I've read.
1: It took about 45 minutes to get to the end.
0: It was one of the greatest <laughs> things that I've read in a long time. It's that that's probably the best read I've had since the lion, the witch and the wardrobe
1: exposed a lot of people,
0: exposed a lot of people, a lot of big influencers for exactly who they are. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah anyways um
1: but don says don says it right here all of those disasters create more difficulties for the real people to raise capital like the people who are doing it legitimately and and properly and well
0: yeah there's that big epic failure in saskatchewan um was it this year earlier this year yes you know what i mean that kind of ruined things that 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 right there affected what was it that changed
1: Oh, the um, lending RSP.
0: Oh, the um, RSP lending. Yeah, massive. Olympic. Up Olympia. Olympia. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it, it like changed forces the rules. it changed the rules. So, and they were full of BS too. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's thrown it from everyone else, but you know, just 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 be authentic. Do it
1: right. Don't
0: lie. Yeah. Only raise money from friends and family. You know what I mean? It, it, is it really that hard? Is it really that hard? Ah, I'm getting frustrated. I'm going to just ruin my day. As <laughs> I'll talk about a little more tomorrow. I don't know how much. I, 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 I'm I. not 100% sure how much I should talk about it. I don't want to name names. Because I I mean like a lot of this is, is hearsay. Um, there's a lot of evidence. Uh, but I think I made my point.